Hello and welcome to Corona Files. My name's Ria. My name's Layla. Hello, we've got like um, a lot to get through today, so let's begin. Okay, so first of all, um, I think it's been on the news a lot. I think you've probably seen it before. Um, a 99-year-old ex-veteran has raised well over £10 million for the NHS. And he's done this by lengths of his garden. I think it's actually really good because, like, you've kind of got nothing better to do while you're at home. Yeah. So it's a good time to, yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> it's a good time to really, like, show your support. Yeah. And, like, yeah, it's a good time to show that you care. And yeah. even if you don't raise, like, £10 million, yeah. like, every. Counts. everything counts like you need to like do your part and everyone can do something so like do it yeah. <laughs> I don't know yeah. and he's like 99 and he's turning 100 at the end of this month so it really shows that like age isn't like a boundary yeah if he can do it you can do it yeah okay so that just like a little thing it's quite happy just to start off our podcast yeah something like wholesome (laughs) yeah um but this is kind of like something to do with psychology and so i was just scrolling on my news feed and i saw that um i saw an article written by rebecca renner from the national geographic and it was that it said that um the pandemic is giving people vivid and unusual dreams and um, the reason for this, well, this is what it said in the article, it said that we have a lack of social stimuli and lack of exposure to our environment. I think you said that um, something about people are posting about um, how their sleep patterns were kind of disrupted. Yeah, loads of people are posting on TikTok about how everything's really weird and everyone's like not being able to sleep and having weird dreams and stuff. Yeah, I think um, some people are worrying a lot and that might take over their subconscious mind. Yeah, the changes in everything, like in life at the moment, has like clearly yeah. caused a shock to everyone. Yeah, I think not many people expected it to be this kind of critical and like people are kind of taking it quite high, lightheartedly. Yeah. And I think they've been shocked by the actual like reality. Yeah. That was us for a bit though. We were like, oh, it's just like, it runs down. And then yeah, I, now we're like, oh. We thought people were really, yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. We thought people were really Yeah. Like at school when people were going around with their hand sanitizers, we were just like, oh my God, yeah. they're just really overreacting. Yeah. And then but, we're like, school's not going to close, nothing's going to happen. And then it did. Yeah, but I think it's really interesting to see how people really take the situation, yeah. like mentally, because lots of people, um, are like, uh, this is really taking a toll on people's mental health. Yeah. And I think, I think it's good that there are helplines now um, yeah. to really help elderly people who can like really suffer from loneliness. Yeah. And things like that. Um, but if you are suffering with any of these problems, please tell someone that um, you trust 
or um, find it helpline and they can really help. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So now we're into our third point. So, um, again, I was just scrolling in my newsfeed. I saw this article by by Mirror um, and it says you could send a free card to NHS workers to show your support and basically this retailer called Scribbler um, is kind of sending free cards to NHS workers I think it's really good to show your support because obviously they're human too they can't just like deal with it yeah like I understand it's their job but they've never kind of been up against something so deadly yeah they're all like risking their lives to help other people yeah. right now like while everyone's yeah, staying exactly. inside they're going out to work risking their lives every day well people on the front line are like to help yeah. people so we need to like show even, our support yeah. even key workers that some like some people really putting their their health at risk for us yeah and they're carrying on um they're trying to stay positive and this is just a really good scheme to kind of boost their moods, yeah. Yeah, definitely, because, like, it's really cool that we're also doing the claps, like, at 8 o'clock yeah. on the Thursdays, because that's also an amazing way of everyone coming together and showing support. <laughs> yeah, did you do it yesterday? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think, um, I feel like um, some people um, who live in, even people who live in kind of rural areas in the countryside, really showing their support like even though there's no one to hear like yeah they're still doing it because it makes them feel good and it makes others feel good yeah so yeah um i think <laughs> we're going to um go on to our next point okay we're we our um next point so um as you know the overall like global case like reached two million plus so um i checked in the like who um kind of coronavirus map to see where the cases were more concentrated and um it showed that the cases were concentrated around europe and north america do you think that's for anything in particular well like there's obviously like you've said oh no sorry um you said (laughs) before that like in poorer countries they can't really record everything because like especially in places like slums when people die or like get coronavirus there's no one to record it because there's no hospitals anywhere and in LICs they don't really have proper records and yeah it's hard to record it also yeah I think obviously um people who are living in places that are more um like who have more um technology like in China or like um basically HICs um I think that um it really um they have kind of more advanced technology which really can um kind of i don't know what i'm trying to say (laughs) (laughs) um in hic um for technology so um people can obviously upload reports and kind of keep a record of deaths and the cause of death 
while in, as you said, in like LICs and poorer countries, there may not even be records of people's birth, let alone yeah. death. And I think, um, obviously, in the in like the UK, there's kind of like the generation is kind of quite old, while in um, places like Germany, where the um, where kind of like um, statistics are lower and the line is flatter, I think there's quite a younger generation there. Yeah, so they're more immune to it. Yeah, I think yeah, basically over here there are lots of like elderly people who have come here just to settle and kind of just um kind of live their rest of the lot their lives in countryside and things like that um yeah other places like in like in germany um it's obviously a younger younger population and people won't be affected as much by the virus yeah because the elderly, obviously, more of them are going to die, so it puts the numbers up by quite a lot, like, hmm. by ages I, of the population. Yeah, I think no one's really taking that into account. And obviously, some people um, have underlying illnesses. There may be more, just like, coincidentally, more in HICs than um, But yeah. I kind of doubt that because I think it's yeah. more a coping system um, that is the problem in H uh, uh, LICs. It's just about knowing about the underlying conditions. Yeah. Because think- in LICs, the technology and doctors aren't really advanced enough to detect yeah. that sort of thing, especially if there's not really many hospitals or anything around. Yeah, and I think um, I think um, maybe some people, maybe something that kind of contributed to the increase of numbers in like numbers of cases in like North America is the fact that um, some people aren't really listening and being like ignorant to the oh definitely advice. really um, yeah yeah like, on social media lots of people are posting um, posting videos saying oh yeah um, oh yeah I just went to see my boyfriend because he is my necessity oh like they're just Oh, they're selfish. It's yeah, it's really really bad. And yeah. I think I don't understand why people do it. They're not only putting themselves at risk, they're putting other people at risk. Yeah, they're putting their so like say people who go to see their boyfriend or something, they're putting their own family at risk and their boyfriend's family at risk. So obviously, they could pass something on to each yeah. other, go back home and pass it to their family. Like yeah, exactly. I think that really shows how, um, like, people really ignoring advice and kind of acting as if they're immune to it when they're really not. They're really not. They think, oh, I'm young, I won't die, you know, but, like, it's just stupid. infected, and that's why it's so important to stay at home, um, protect the NHS and save lives. Yeah. Just had to throw that catchphrase in there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, all right, um... Yeah, but another thing, um, some countries, like in other places, are kind of like, um, kind of maybe maybe like um, a bit further back in kind of like progress. Do you know what I mean? Like, not really. They're not, <laughs> they're not at the same stage as us. Like maybe. Oh yeah. Yeah, like we yeah. 
because we did like the um, contained, then the delay stage, I think people mm. in some other countries are obviously just starting that outbreak. And for those countries, it may only get worse from here. Yeah. And yeah, I think it's quite interesting to um, see how um, like other countries have handled it and like h- how different it is to um, how we've handled it here in the UK. Yeah. I um, think we I, handled it really well over here. Yeah. Like in my but opinion. I think, yeah, I think that um, some of it could have been delayed a bit more. Yeah, definitely. Or, but obviously we can't really say that because the Prime Minister was obviously like not like in charge for some of recently. Because yeah. Because he did catch a And I think that may um have made an impact on um kind of how how well the UK is really um kind of responded to the pandemic. Yeah. Because yeah. obviously if it was kind of more in power, then maybe decisions would have been made like quicker. Yeah. But really we're not sure what it's like. Um Okay, so um, next we're going to be talking about um, like celebrities and what they're doing to help um, other people and stuff. So there's a hashtag going around called Do Your Part Challenge and lots of celebrities are taking part and nominating each other. What? Is that on Twitter? Pardon? Oh no, it's mainly on Instagram. Well, I've I've only really seen it on Instagram. I haven't seen any of it yet. Um, There probably is lots on Twitter though. Um, So it's Do Your Part Challenge and loads of celebrities are taking part. Even Britney Spears did it. She um, was going to pick three um, of her fans to help out. And uh, mainly I've looked at Demi Lovato, Justin Bieber and Hayley Bieber. So all of those have ended up with, with... something called DoorDash and basically they're like paying for people's meals and like for people who can't afford them um yeah um so Demi Lovato posted a video of her basically explaining it and in her caption she said doing my part for our world want to join me in DoorDash I'm joining the do your part challenge thank you to uh, Olivia O'Brien for the nomination I'll be sending meals to families in need to support them during this challenging time comment below to show me how you are helping in your local communities and then she nominated Justin Bieber and Hayley Bieber so they also posted a video and the caption said doing our part we are participating in the do your part challenge thanks to uh Dee Dee Lovato that's Demi Lovato's (laughs) Instagram for the nomination send me a DM if you and your family are in need of an extra meal during this time um thank you to at DoorDash for helping make this happen, love this challenge. Yeah. Can I ask? So like, they're like paying for people's meals for them, for people who can't afford it, which I think is really yeah. good and sweet. Okay. Like, Cause Can you I expect like, celebrity. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. what, <laughs> um, what is DoorDash? Is it like this company that's kind of providing the meals? Um, yeah, basically they're providing the meals and like sending it out delivering all the food and stuff 
so it's basically it's like, like delivery or like uber Eats. yeah that's what i was just gonna say but yeah um, but it's all paid for by them yeah all paid for by the celebrities and how, do you oh did you mean oh yeah, no no no, no. <laughs> yeah the celebrities <laughs> um, yeah. but like um do you know how many people they've kind of helped and how many meals they've delivered? um no there's not actually anything that says that no they haven't really posted about that they just said they're gonna help people yeah it's not really i think i think in a way any that's statistics <laughs> yeah I definitely because you think celebrities like, would just yeah I think, oh yeah i think <laughs> it's because um like it kind of humbles them in a way it's not a competition to see how many people you can help it's just yeah uh, like a good deed yeah because you kind of expect them to just post something saying stay safe then stay safe stay safe and then just hide in their mansions but like it's really good that they're doing something and taking action yeah i think that's really impressive um definitely i know some footballers have actually um taken a pay cut so taking it out of their and are donating um healthcare services which is really good definitely really good Um, yeah, because footballers get paid so much for they like loaded. Yeah, literally, and like mm-hmm. they get paid a lot, and it only makes sense for people with that much amount of money to kind of spend it on something that is really needed. Definitely. Okay, so do you have anyone else? Um, there's Ariana Grande. She did. She posted a tweet saying, um, just to DM her if anyone needs any help. She hasn't really taken part in the Do Your Part challenge or anything, and she hasn't really said how she's helping. But a few fans reached out to TMS, which is basically a news source, and they said she'd been helping them with like bills and like people's wages oh. and stuff if they've lost their jobs. Yeah, I think that's really good because obviously. Um, the economy is kind of really like crumbling yeah loads and, like, of people are being fired and stuff like yeah the uk's economy is like supposed to be decreased by 35 percent, which yeah. is going to be like a major impact on people's like employment and Definitely. employment rate really bad so i think um maybe instead of um i think it's good that people are focusing on healthcare workers but they also have to focus on civilians who are just like struggling to pay them their yeah. bills or like struggling to really support themselves during this time. Yeah, especially people who like have quite small businesses or um, are self-employed like, or own places. Like, yeah, self-employed definitely, especially if that isn't needed anymore due to the coronavirus. Yeah. Like, people can't use it to go out. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> hairdressers. And like yeah. barbers are really struggling during this time because no Definitely. one's gonna come. They're not allowed. No one's gonna go. No. Or like people but, who own pubs or cafes. Like, yeah. But I've I've heard that like pubs have started doing takeaways. So you just call them up, like order oh, what yeah. you want, like a beer and like um, maybe a fish and chips, and then they'll deliver it to you. But obviously yep. you don't know how clean it is. Yeah, and I, yeah, a lot of people I feel like won't do that because they're worried about sanitization and yeah, being but, clean. Um, yeah, but about employment and things like that, and like yeah. um, salary. Um, like mm-hmm. you know, the councillor Rishi Sunak, he's really yeah. been doing a lot of like um, a lot to really help and support those people who yeah. um, 
I think there's something, I can't remember what it's called, but basically um, it's like you, there's lots of people getting fired. Look, yeah. I'm not sure, I don't really know all the facts of this, it's just something I've heard. But like, yeah. um, so um, you basically won't be able to do any work, You so it's, you're practically fired, but you'll still get your wage. Oh, that's good. Because obviously, like, if, like managers can't afford to pay their workers, they're going to have to fire them. Yeah. So yeah, it's basically like you're not working, but you, but you're still employed. Yeah, that's I good. Think, I think that's what it is, but I'm not sure. I have to like research that a bit more. My dad's practically doing that at the moment because he is a key worker but um, he's got asthma, so he has to stay at home, so he can't do any work, but he's still being paid. Okay, yeah, that's probably it. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Good example. (laughs) Um, (laughs) All right, our next point and I know a lot of people are really bored at home. They're really just, what, what am I going to do? Like, you can't go outside, stuck at home, like, it's going to be really boring. But we've come up with, like, a couple of um, things to do when you're in quarantine. People have really um, been getting into gardening. And I think that's a really good thing to do. Because obviously now it's spring, good time to plant new things and a good time to really um kind of grow so yeah it's definitely really good for your mental health to do gardening too like it's it's just good to like see all your stuff grow and like go outside in the garden like like get some fresh air it's good yeah it gives you kind of a sense of achievement that in addition to this um like finding fresh food and stuff um, is yeah. becoming harder and harder like to get in, in supermarkets. And I think most people are buying things that can be used for a long time, like canned food. So I think a bit of fresh fruit or veg- vegetables can be a really good change in diet and it can keep you healthy. Definitely, because it's not good to just eat like canned food like the whole time. like. <laughs> Like processed yeah. foods and everything that's really happy so um but my granddad yeah. um my granddad's been um like growing growing things then giving it off um to like our friends and family Aww. so i think that's really thing. <laughs> but yeah but yeah it's um really good time to plant new things and it gives you like like kind of motivation too because at this time you might think oh well the world's basically ending (laughs) but I don't think that but um but like it's a good thing to do mentally and you get a reward is it food food is the best reward you can have (laughs) maybe (laughs) um (laughs) well okay um all right so next lots of people have been um, stocking up on new games I think that's oh, like wow that's crazy um, yeah <laughs> yeah like we've got nothing better to do why not <laughs> start a new game yeah like it makes sense so 
Um, I think you said something about like the Nintendo Switch being sold out. Completely sold out, like everywhere except like on eBay and stuff. <laughs> yeah, but no one's gonna buy it from eBay. No, it's just dodgy. <laughs> yeah, um, I think that I think like gaming, gaming, like the the value of the industry has really been like increased because. Um, obviously people are gonna play games when they're bored yeah and it's yeah it's just um, gonna be a really big industry now yeah I just want to say one thing I've noticed um, me and Rhea have been playing Roblox a lot and usually all my friends on Roblox are never online never playing a game but like now pretty much the on the first like few friends on the home page that there's always someone online or playing a game yeah Yeah, at least one person's going to be playing yeah when usually there's no one Mm. and i think that that, like um this is good for video game developers because obviously they're going to get more money and a lot more yeah a lot more money yeah um also i think because of like the increasing amount of visitors some of the sites might crash more frequently yeah so they'll have more work to do at home like trying to increase the amount of visitors per like page and things like that yeah there's also lots of people experiencing wi-fi issues at home where like everyone's using the wi-fi everyone's doing something on their phone or something so it's all like going really bad and stuff yeah i think technology's really changed how this um may have turned out if this happens like I don't know, like in the 1900s, then like this would be a completely different story. Like testing probably wouldn't be available. And I think the technology we have today has really boosted our like, um, like our response to this virus. Definitely. Okay, so let's go on to our last and final point tracking apps. So I know a lot of us scared that like Google is tracking you or like Facebook is hacking and like taking your privacy. <laughs> but yeah. maybe, maybe they can actually make the tracking good. So like um, my dad told me yesterday that um, my dad told me yesterday that the NHS are releasing a tracking app. Um, and basically, say you go out to the shops. And someone's behind you. Um, you don't. Yeah. You're still social distancing, but they're just um, like you can kind of come in contact with them or something. Um, mm. Like, say they tested positive for coronavirus like a week later, you'll get a notification on your app, like on your device, wherever you installed it to, um, saying you've come into contact with um, someone who has coronavirus. Please quarantine for like so and so amount of days. And I think that's, that's really, really good, good. because it will make people more aware yeah and i think if they do if they do release this quite soon then it can really help slow down because some people think oh yeah it's just a cold i'll be fine because yeah. it's obviously got similar symptoms yeah. um so yeah i think this app tracking people um even yeah. though it might be scary it's it will be helpful definitely and some people don't even get any symptoms at all. So you could think, yeah, oh, it's I'm fine. When yeah. actually, you have it. 
yeah so people who don't have symptoms they might just keep going outside going shopping yeah like saying oh look like maybe the rest of them have like um are vulnerable they'll be like oh look i haven't got any symptoms i'm gonna go and blah blah but like yeah really and also i read i read something because also if you get like the sort of coronavirus germs or something in your hand but like i don't know sorry that sounds really weird but yeah. like um if you've got it but it hasn't been long enough for your symptoms to start you can still pass it on to other people yeah definitely. without properly like yeah. having it if you know yeah. what i mean i think because the symptoms obviously start later to run in the process and yeah. um, people obviously don't realize until they like um got those severe symptoms like shortness yeah. of breath and by the, that time they've probably gone out like um for several like needs and then yeah. there's no there's no turning back from there and it's like a whole domino thing so one person could go out without any symptoms but actually pass it on to many people then the people that have caught it will then go home to their families then they'll have it and they'll pass it on and they'll just yeah another, yeah that's why i did cases yeah that's why i think um if or you more. have yeah definitely if you have like a tracking app you'll be able to know where you've gone and if you need to be in self-isolation or not. Yeah. And I think some people um, are actually really um, like doing well and people are really taking the advice and staying home. But then again, yeah. a lot of people aren't and they're going out um, in large groups. They're going for gatherings. Like, um, yeah. But obviously it's quite sad because if someone does pass away, their funeral will will have to be um with only like their closest members yeah Um, only like i saw a post saying that someone's daughter died but there there were only four people at their funeral and that's so sad really sad um it is yeah so yeah i think some people are really um like suffering because of other people being ignorant and other people really not um, really recognising how, like, severe this is. Yeah. Like, there are people who have family members who have got coronavirus severely, but they're not allowed to visit them. And then they, yeah. like, pass away. And then they yeah. haven't seen them they in, like, a month. Them. Yeah, that's one of the really sad things. If someone's yeah. in ICU um, with coronavirus, they obviously, their family members can't see them. And then yeah. just... They can't say goodbye. Yeah, and that's it... so sad. Yeah. So obviously, um, yeah, obviously tracking apps would be really helpful. And I think, um, I'm not sure, I'm not sure, but like my dad did say that there would be a tracking app coming out soon. Um, I really, yeah. I think with the technology we have already, like someone should have made it sooner. Definitely. It would have saved lots of lives. Yeah, I think, like, in China, they've really, like, um, yeah. I don't know, I, I really don't know how, but, like, um, it's, like, I think they did have an app that was released sooner. Yeah. Because, obviously, because technology is such a big thing nowadays, and majority of society have a phone or some kind of device it would yeah. be kind of a good way to access like 
kind of like you know yeah. <laughs> yeah. okay that's all we have time for today join us soon on our next episode with a special guest bye bye